Before we dive into the episode, I wanted to let you know I have a free on-demand masterclass called Five Steps to Writing a Novel Without Letting Perfectionism or Procrastination Get in the Way. In this free training, I cover things like where perfectionism comes from, how it's directly linked to procrastination, and what you can do right now to start making real progress with your writing. I also talk about the problem with popular plotting methods and how they can do more harm than good, especially if you're brand new to writing. And last but certainly not least, I share some of the most common mistakes I see writers make so you can avoid them and make this the year you finish your novel. If this sounds like something you're interested in, you can sign up for free at savannagilbo.com forward slash training. One more time, that's savannagilbo.com forward slash training to get your hands on this free masterclass. So something that stops the protagonist's plan cold. And this could be anything from a rule change to a technicality to an exposed secret or even something like a storm. And usually this comes into the story right around the midpoint or at the all is lost moment. So either in the middle of act two or at the end of act two, depending on the kind of story you're writing. And it causes the protagonist to feel like there is just no hope for success. Welcome to the Fiction Writing Made Easy podcast. My name is Savannah Gilbo, and I'm here to help you write a story that works. I want to prove to you that writing a novel doesn't have to be overwhelming. So each week, I'll bring you a brand new episode with simple, actionable, and step-by-step strategies that you can implement in your writing right away. So whether you're brand new to writing or more of a seasoned author looking to improve your craft, this podcast is for you. So pick up a pen and let's get started. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the conventions of the performance genre. I'm also going to show you how these conventions show up in the movie The Mighty Ducks. So if you're writing a performance novel, this episode is for you. And if not, don't worry because I am going to cover each of the other genres soon. Before we dive in, let's quickly talk about what makes a performance story or what makes the performance genre unique. Performance stories center around a character who wants to achieve something specific in order to prove their worth to the world. So for example, they might want to win a certain award, or they might want to climb Mount Everest, or be the best in their field, or even be famous. However, achieving this specific thing is not what the story is really about. The characters in performance stories usually lack self-esteem or self-respect. They're searching for external validation, but what they really need is to embrace who they already are. And these stories show us just that. And that's really why people read performance stories, because they're extremely relatable. Every day we deal with the pressure to perform on the world stage, and we're constantly faced with decisions that could result in our success or failure. Performance stories inspire readers by showing us what life could be like if only we learn to embrace our unique gifts and talents. These stories teach us to believe in ourselves and to determine our own worth instead of looking to others for answers. And not only that, but it's also incredibly satisfying to see an underdog type of character work hard at something and succeed against all odds. Because in these stories, hard work does pay off, and usually it's in more ways than one. Now, like all genre fiction, you have to deliver the emotional experience that readers are looking for in order for your story to work. To deliver this emotional experience, you need to include the obligatory scenes and conventions of your genre in your novel. So like I mentioned earlier, in today's episode, we're going to be looking at the conventions of the performance genre. And in case you've never heard this term before, genre conventions are the character roles, settings, and events that are specific to a genre. So they're what help us writers write a story that works. And when coupled with your genre's key scenes, they help us to evoke emotional reactions in our readers. 
So now let's take a look at what these performance genre conventions are and how they show up in the movie The Mighty Ducks. And if you're wondering why I'm going to walk you through these key scenes in a movie, it's simply because movies require less of a time investment, and I'm hoping you've either seen the Mighty Ducks movie or that you'll at least watch it after listening to this episode to help cement these genre conventions in your mind. So of course, you can and should study these conventions in your favorite performance novels, but for today, we're going to look at them in a movie. And as I go through these conventions, I want you to consider why each of these roles or settings or micro events would need to be in a performance novel or what purpose they serve in the overall narrative. My hope is that you'll notice that each of these conventions has a really specific reason why it needs to be there. And because of that, you can use these conventions plus the key scenes of the performance genre to help you craft an outline or a first draft of a story that works. And just a reminder, if you want to see how these conventions show up in a few other stories, you can check out the blog post that goes along with this episode that also includes examples from The Karate Kid and Cool Runnings. I will make sure to link to that blog post in the show notes for you guys, but for now, let's dive into the conventions of the performance genre. As a freebie for this episode, I created a cheat sheet that lists out each of these conventions as well as the obligatory scenes for the performance genre. You can download that at savannahgilbo.com forward slash performance. The first convention you'll want to include in your performance story is an underdog protagonist. So in these stories, the protagonist is usually an underdog with a big heart and a lot to learn. The competition is always better trained and more equipped for success in the upcoming big event. But luckily, in most cases, the protagonist has some kind of special gift, whether it be a big heart, a strong will, or an excellent support system. So as an example, we can look at the Mighty Ducks where Gordon Bombay and his hodgepodge crew of kids are definitely the underdogs. They have little to no hockey skills, they've never won a game, and they don't even have matching jerseys. But luckily for them, Coach Bombay reconnects with his passion for hockey, aka his special gift, and leads the team to victory. And that's convention number one, an underdog protagonist usually with some kind of special gift. The second thing you'll want to include in your performance story is a MacGuffin or something specific that the protagonist is working toward. This could be something like a big event, a prize, a title, or even an award. Whatever it is, this specific thing is what sets the story in motion, but often has less meaning once it's achieved. So for example, winning first place in a competition that you hoped would bring you happiness and change your life forever, but then realizing that your life is actually the exact same as it was before you won. You just have a blue ribbon now. Whatever it is, the important thing to note is that there needs to be a clear definition of what it means to win or lose. So in the Mighty Ducks, what the team wants is very specific. Coach Bombay wants to lead his team to win the state championship. He wants to turn the team around and come out a winner. And that's convention number two, a MacGuffin or the specific thing that the protagonist wants. The third thing you'll want to include in your performance story is a mentor with a little bit of baggage. In performance stories, there's usually one or more mentors who are responsible for training the protagonist or getting them ready for the upcoming event. Mentors can be anyone from a coach to a retired performer to a parent to a friend or really anyone with the skill set to help get the protagonist ready for whatever big event they're working toward. The mentor in these types of stories usually has some kind of personal wound or shortcoming in their past that they will also have to overcome or not by the end of the story. And as a side note, the mentor's wound is a great place for you to reinforce the theme of your story if you're writing a performance novel. So just a little extra bonus tip. 
Now, as an example, in The Mighty Ducks, we learn that when Gordon Bombay was younger, he missed a penalty that disappointed his coach and cost his team the championship. And this is a fun one because when the Ducks find themselves in a similar situation, Coach Bombay shows the team grace instead of coming down on them like his coach did. So this is really cool because Gordon moves on from this wound in the past and then treats the kids like he would have liked to been treated back in the day by Coach Riley. So it's a very cool moment in the story. And that's convention number three, a mentor with a little bit of baggage. The next thing you'll want to include in your performance story is a team of people who support your protagonist. So this could be a team of people that compete on the same side as your protagonist, or it could be a group of people who show up to support the protagonist during the big event. Either way, these supporters usually have qualities that the protagonist lacks but needs in order to succeed in the upcoming event. Sometimes these characters are almost like mini mentors, or they're a group of people who show readers or viewers that the team is stronger together than apart. So in the Mighty Ducks, we know there's a whole team of kids working toward the same goal. They want to learn how to play hockey, and they want to win the state championship. And in the words of Coach Bombay, a team is something you belong to, something you feel, and something you earn. And this is definitely true when the Ducks band together and win the state championship. So that's convention number four, a team of people who support your protagonist. The next thing you'll want to include in your performance story is either a training sequence or a trial sequence that will help your protagonist get ready for the big event. So with whatever upcoming big event in mind, the protagonist must practice to gain or recover the necessary skills or knowledge to perform and hopefully to succeed. The key thing here is to make sure that there are levels or tiers so that the reader knows how the protagonist is advancing towards being prepared for the big event. So, for example, in karate, there are different color belts. This lets an outsider know how far someone has come in their karate skill set. Something else to consider here is that typically as the protagonist trains and learns new skills externally, they also tend to grow and change on the inside too. So looking at our case study, The Mighty Ducks, Coach Bombay teaches the kids how to be better hockey players throughout the whole movie. Not only that, but the team learns how to work together and utilize their individual skills to win games. So they're training and going through the trials of a regular hockey season in order to beat enough teams to make it to the state championship and hopefully win. And that's convention number five, trials or training that prepares your protagonist for the upcoming event. The next convention you'll want to include is some kind of social problem or moral challenge that the protagonist has to face. So, for example, this could include anything like bullying, social class divides, abortion, poverty, civil rights, marital affairs, climate change, gender equality, divorce, sexual and gender identity, the list goes on. And it's usually this kind of social problem or moral challenge combined with the lack of skill or knowledge that makes the protagonist in a performance story the underdog. And on that note, I should say that sometimes the protagonist does actually have a lot of skill, but they're the underdog because they face one of these social problems or moral challenges. So just something to think about. Now, in The Mighty Ducks, the Hawks are constantly bullying the Ducks. It's like their second favorite hobby besides hockey. Other issues touched on in this movie are things like poverty and gender equality and the lack of a father figure for Charlie. So that's convention number six, some kind of social problem or moral challenge that your protagonist has to face and hopefully overcome. The next convention you'll want to include is a worthy opponent for your protagonist to face. So without a worthy opponent, there would be no one standing in your character's way and nothing forcing them to grow and change. 
Now, that being said, the protagonist's opponent doesn't always have to be bad or evil. Sometimes they just simply want the same thing as the protagonist and only one of them can come out the winner. So in the Mighty Ducks, they're up against every other hockey team in the league, but specifically their main rivalry is with the Hawks, who are just really, really good at hockey. So that's convention number seven, a worthy opponent. The next convention you'll want to include in your performance story is some kind of monkey wrench that gets thrown in just when victory is in sight. So something that stops the protagonist's plan cold. And this could be anything from a rule change to a technicality to an exposed secret or even something like a storm. And usually this comes into the story right around the midpoint or at the all is lost moment. So either in the middle of act two or at the end of act two, depending on the kind of story you're writing. And it causes the protagonist to feel like there is just no hope for success. So in The Mighty Ducks, this is when the Ducks star player Adam Banks gets injured and taken out of the championship game against the Hawks. And because Banks is so good, the Ducks face a moment of crisis, feeling like there is just no hope for winning the championship. So that's convention number eight, some kind of monkey wrench thrown into the mix just when it seems that victory is in sight. The next thing you'll want to include in your performance story is some kind of internal change within the protagonist. So at some point in every performance story, or really almost every story, the protagonist realizes the world isn't going to change, so he or she needs to change instead. And this is usually when they stop caring so much about getting that external approval or that external validation from others, and they instead learn to value themselves just as they are. So in The Mighty Ducks, this is when Coach Bombay finally sees the truth about what Coach Riley is willing to do in order to win. He finally stops caring about Coach Riley's opinion and starts doing things his own way. He realizes that he's actually proud of the team for making it to the championship, whether they win or lose. So you can see he's really overcome this past wound that he's been carrying around with him for all these years. And that's convention number nine, an internal change within the protagonist. The next and last convention you'll want to include in your performance story is a bittersweet ending. And what I mean by this is that there's usually a clear sacrifice made or a need met in light of a loss. So this is where the prize or award your protagonist has been racing toward pales in comparison to the real treasure here. So the real treasure being something like love or friendship or self-esteem or whatever lesson they learned throughout the story. So in other words, they got what they wanted, but it probably doesn't hold the weight or the sense of importance that it used to. So in the Mighty Ducks, this is when the Ducks win the state championship. Gordon Bombay has lost his lawyer job, but he's rekindled his love for hockey and his belief in himself in the process, so much so that he's actually headed for a minor league hockey tryout at the end of the movie. So that's convention number 10, a bittersweet ending. So that's it. Those are the conventions of the performance genre. Now, you might be thinking that all those sound a little bit obvious, but you would be surprised how many drafts I see that are missing these conventions or that don't include these conventions in a meaningful way. You might also be thinking that all of these sound good, but that you don't want to write a cliche or predictable story full of tropes. And if you're feeling that way, I'd encourage you to go listen to episode number 16 that's all about the difference between genre conventions and tropes. In a nutshell, including these conventions in your story isn't going to make your story cliche or predictable in a bad way. They're just going to help you write a piece of genre fiction that works. The way you deliver these conventions can fall into cliche territory if you don't put your unique spin on them. But again, you can learn more about that in episode number 16, which I will link to in the show notes. 
Now, before I let you go, let's quickly recap what the performance genre conventions are. Convention number one is an underdog protagonist. Convention number two is a MacGuffin or the specific thing that your protagonist wants to achieve. Convention number three is a mentor with a little bit of baggage. Convention number four is a team of people who support your protagonist. Convention number five is a sequence of trials or a training sequence that will help get your protagonist ready for the big event. Convention number six is some kind of social problem or moral challenge like bullying or social class divides or something like that for your protagonist to face. Convention number seven is a worthy opponent. Convention number eight is a monkey wrench that gets thrown into the mix just when it seems like victory is in sight. Convention number nine is an internal change within your protagonist. And convention number 10 is a bittersweet ending. As a freebie for this episode, I created a cheat sheet that lists out each of these conventions as well as the obligatory scenes for the performance genre. You can download that at savannahgilbo.com forward slash performance. And as a quick reminder, these are the elements that readers come to these type of stories for. They absolutely love them. For example, my personal favorite convention in performance stories is the mentor with a little bit of baggage. I especially love this role in these types of stories if the lesson the mentor learns is an echo of what the protagonist learns. So to me, there's just something really satisfying about that. And if it was missing from the story, I would probably be pretty bummed. So long story short, don't skip over these conventions or leave them out of your story. Instead, use them to help you flesh out and construct your story and then figure out a way to deliver them in new and unexpected ways. If you do that, you're not only going to write a story that works, but you will probably also gain fans for life too. And that's the dream, right? So that's it for today's show. As always, I want to thank you so much for tuning in and showing your support. If you want to check out any of the links I mentioned in this episode, you can find them over at savannahgilbo.com forward slash podcast. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe to the show because there's going to be another brand new episode coming out next week. If you're an Apple user, I'd really appreciate it if you took a few seconds to leave a quick rating and review. Your ratings and reviews tell iTunes that this is a podcast that's worth listening to. And in turn, that helps this show get in front of more fiction writers just like you. So that's it for today's show. I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, happy writing.